0: CHAPTER ONE, WYOMING TERRITORY, 1865. SHE NEVER SHOULD HAVE MARRIED HIM. OLIVIA GARRETT BALLED HER FISTS AT HER SIDES AS SHE MARCHED UP THE LINE OF PARKED WAGONS. HER DELICATE BROW WAS FURROWED WITH FURY AND DETERMINATION. HER GENTLE HEART ached WITH BETRAYAL. AFTER EVERYTHING SHE'D BEEN THROUGH, AFTER EVERYTHING THEY'D BEEN THROUGH TOGETHER, AFTER ALL THE PROMISE THAT HAD BEEN SHOWN, SHE'D BEEN BETRAYED. Her eyes stung with tears she was determined not to shed. She may have been heartbroken, but she was still a woman of honor. She would not break down into the fit of weeping that she was certain would be expected of her. She would not wilt like a daisy. She most certainly would not let Charlie Garrett get the best of her. She never should have married him. "'Olivia, is everything all right?' Her dear friend, Estelle Ripley, called as Olivia stormed past the wagon-train crew's camp. Olivia kept her eyes straight forward, zeroing in on the target of her erstwhile trail husband, chatting with Graham Tremaine and Pete Evans, the trail boss, several yards ahead of her. Heaven only knew how difficult it was for her to speak her mind. If she stopped to answer Estelle, and now Josephine Lewis, who had hopped up from her camp at the sight of Olivia's march, She would only lose her nerve and back down. She couldn't back down. Not when she'd just learned that the man she'd married, the man who had likely tricked her into marrying him, was a thief and a liar. How dare you! She hurled at Charlie when she came to a stop a few yards away from him. She could feel the deep flush on her cheeks, feel the fire in her eyes. She could also feel the trembling deep in her soul, her heart weeping. Things had been going so well. They had come to an understanding. Charlie's kisses had become so wonderful, increasing in fervor to the point where she found herself longing to be his wife in every way. How dare you drag me into your nefarious schemes! Estelle and Josephine caught up to her, one on either side, flanking her with support. Olivia's other friends— Lucy Haskell and Gideon Faraday lifted their heads from the campfire where they were laughing over something to see what was going on. Charlie broke away from his conversation and faced her. "'Sweet pea, what's the matter?' He put on a charming smile, but Olivia was no fool. She could see the panic in his dark eyes, the tension in the lines of his face— She'd seen that look on the faces of countless naughty little boys she'd taught, both at home in Ohio and in her trail school. It was a look of pure guilt. I won't let you call me Sweet Pea more. Her back was straight, and her chin tilted in defiance, but her voice shook in concert with the crumbling of her heart. Even now, charlie stood before her a perfect picture of everything dashing and forbidden she'd found him handsome beyond compare from the first moment she'd laid eyes on him handsome with that air of wickedness that had sent spirals of longing through her body she shouldn't have trusted those feelings should instead have paid more attention to the wickedness still trying to maintain his rakish smile but slipping charlie took a step toward her tell me what's upset you olivia i'm certain we can work through this together olivia swallowed closing her eyes to fight back her tears how many years had she waited to hear a man say they would work through their problems together but all that meant nothing when the man in question had just been outed as a criminal out of the corner of her eye Olivia spotted the tall, well-dressed form of Chet Devlin ambling into the scene. He wore a sly smile on his face, a face that was arresting, though not quite as handsome as Charlie's. Charlie scowled at his old friend for half a second before his attention returned to Olivia. Olivia wasn't as dismissive. "'If Mr. Devlin hadn't informed me of—' She paused sending a quick glance around to the assembly of her friends. Of the means by which you acquired your wealth, would you ever have told me?